who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello welcome to episode 78 of the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountas with eric sanchez those headphones aren't plugged in oh well you don't need headphones today you're all right okay <laughs> What? I thought we were going to get a countdown. I wasn't ready. <laughs> no, we're just going right into it. Okay. Going right into it. It's been a couple of weeks. Got to get right into this show. Guys, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can. <laughs> PPW Podcast, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your favorite podcasts from, we are there. If you want to support the show, head to whatamaneuver.net and pick up a t-shirt, and that helps support server costs of the show, keeping it free. And if you want to send a long note, shoot me a DM on Twitter or uh, PPWpodcast at gmail.com. Eric, how's it going this week? It's going. Yeah? Yeah. Anything new and exciting in your world of wrestling? No, not really. Cool. I watched uh, Double or Nothing on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Friday night, Saturday night. Must have been... Well, it was it was on Saturday night. Okay, then Sunday night. Okay. And what you? What were your thoughts on Double or Nothing? Did you know any spoilers or did you... No, no, stay? Okay. no. I watched it from without any uh, So what did you spoilers. think? I thought it was good. I liked the flow of the show. A couple matches were meh, like the tag team that came out with the uh, the guys in the masks at the end of the tag team match. Those are the Super Smash Bros. That I had came no out. idea what was going on you there. See, that was the one nitpick I'd say about the show is... And even the announcers didn't even say who they were. I'm sure Jim Ross didn't know who the hell those guys were. Well, the other two didn't know either, like Excalibur or that other guy. Yeah, so I think they were broadcasting the show to an, an audience that they assumed knew everyone. And I think they should have done a better job educating a little bit for maybe some new viewers. But even the crowd reaction, I don't think anybody knew who they were. No, because they're big PWG guys. Okay. And I've I've known them just off of like compilation DVDs and stuff. I heard Highlanders. I'm thinking back to like, who are the ones with WWE? Yeah, I like those guys. I'm like, who are them? I'm like, that's not them. (laughs) It was just weird because I think when the lights went on, everyone's expecting like, oh, who's is it going to be the revival? Is it going to be somebody else? And it was just them. So, well, even if it was like uh, Motor City Machine Guns, at least it'd be somebody, you know, people would know yeah exactly and i don't know that that was my one nitpick but other thoughts on the show as you as you watched no, i liked it um i got to get more familiar with people that I've, I've only heard of i've never really seen um like jungle boy joey janelle i've maybe seen before i think it gets hangman page at the uh all yep. in yeah um but just guys i've heard of in in podcasts and stuff like that but never really seen mm-hmm so, I mean, it was fun. A lot of indie guys that I'm like, okay, they're pretty good. That no be, longer like, indie guys, a lot of them now. Yeah. And I like, uh, what was it? Uh, Luchasaurus. Yeah. I really like him. I think everyone likes <laughs> Luchasaurus. He's awesome. Because <laughs> what happened, I watched the um, the Casino Royale or Battle Royale yeah, yeah. when I was at the gym. So, I'm like, I'm going to do this for an hour. You know, this is an hour, so I'll watch it. And that was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this uh, Double or Nothing show now. Yeah, so I watched it uh, at my in-law's house. I ordered it on pay-per-view on the Bleacher Report live app, and it was good. I, I missed the first, like, 45 minutes. I'm like, I could just go back and watch it later. 
So I went back and watched that. I missed the women's fatal four way and I missed uh, the opening match like SCU. Yeah. But I watched the rest of it and I liked it a lot. I thought the Cody and Dustin match was way better than I thought it would be. I yeah, it was a great same. match, great story, all that stuff. I thought Jericho uh, versus Omega was okay. I thought Jericho. I thought it was better than the DQ match they had. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I just because Jericho was more active, where the other one he was more just brawling. Yeah, just brawling outside and not really I, doing a whole lot. I don't like Jericho's new finisher, the spinning <laughs> elbow. I, I, I don't know. Like someone has to tell him that you know, <laughs> don't do MMA. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was listening to my one of my favorite podcasts, their Patreon content, Laps Fan Guys, and they were like, the one guy. Uh, Jack, who also is a MMA writer, was like, look, you know, someone's got to tell these guys don't do MMA because we know what real MMA should look like and it's not mm-hmm. that, so it doesn't look good. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of my... And then there's people it. like me that don't watch that much MMA, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's Ooh, not bad. I like that spinning back elbow by <laughs> Jericho, the Judas effect. <laughs> uh, I So what's funny is I was really, really tired watching this show, but I'm like, I'm going to stay mm. up, I had an energy drink. And pretty much right at the end of the match, I like dozed off asleep. So I missed Moxley coming out. I, I woke up the next day and I was like, oh, I wonder what happened. And I go on Reddit. It was like, spoilers, this guy appears. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. So I go yeah. back. I'm like, oh, sweet. So that was pretty fun surprise. And the crowd went nuts for him, I think, too. Very exciting yeah. stuff. He's he's more over than I thought he would be. I wasn't like a huge Dean Ambrose guy. I don't think a lot of people were, but I think people are all like now seeing what he can be and they're into yeah. him. They're into him for sure. And yeah. Like the I women's told, match I really thought was the, like the better one was from All In. If I'm if we're yeah. comparing the two, um, Nyla Rose I was expecting her to be a little bit better and you know being a trans and all that. And I'm like, okay, well this is going to be a good match, but I don't, I don't think she's that good. Yeah. And then uh, Awesome Kong came out. And I'm like, okay, cool, Awesome Kong. You know, from uh, watching TNA back in the day, and she kind of didn't do a whole lot either. And it just came down to Kylie and um, uh, Britt. They did okay. Yeah, we saw we we joke we saw Kylie Ray like when she was on Rise, yeah, which was a developmental like thing. At the, mm-hmm. She was one of the new girls. She wasn't even like the top top girl, yeah. so it was interesting. She was actually going to be on the show, like, and then like just schedules didn't work out. Okay, but now I'm never going to get her because she's AEW. But <laughs> but she like DM me because like yeah. again she had just first started. And I was like, oh, she's good. Like we should talk. And she's like, yeah, definitely. I'll come on. And just timing didn't work out. And oh well. Yeah, she was doing stuff with Zello Pro that I kind of watched. Um yeah, yeah. Highlights on uh, YouTube mm-hmm. in Chicago. And what was that other one? There's, they used to do the, um, they do the Logan Square now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, A-A-W-A. A-A-W? A-A-W? Yeah, yeah. Something A-A-W. like that. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. she was on there too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, at least she's kind of rising up and making the rounds through, through like the bigger Chicago promotions. Yeah. Because I know a, a guy who's independent. And since I've been following him, there's so many more like just, I don't know, like smaller um, promotions out this way. Yeah. So All right. you got to stop petting Forrest as much as you like her. She's going to start making a bunch of noise in the mic background. You got to let her make noise if I stop. A little bit. That's that's you. No, that's her collar. Now you're freaking her out with that. All right. So enough of All In. We liked it. It was fun. Uh, lots of good fun stuff with wrestling there. So this week's show, I sent uh, the bat signal out on Twitter. And I said, hey, guys, what are some show topics you'd like us to hear? <clears throat> and a few people responded. And what I found was these are great, but I cannot talk for an hour and just like one of these. Yeah. So I picked a couple of them, and we, we're going to combine them for this show. And these are from Ring Skirts. Nate, he's at Ring Skirts. And then Rad Chad, you could follow. I'm going to make sure I get his Twitter handle right. Because I'm not sure if it's just at Rad Chad, if there's an underscore or something. They both suggested things. So let's see, Rad Chad here. Yeah, just at Rad Chad 86. A couple of... Uh, fun suggestions for us so 
the show topics this week were going to be a couple things. There's going to be times wrestling might have gotten you in trouble. Mm-hmm. And we we don't have many stories on it. I mean, there may be more, but we just couldn't think of any. We have yeah. a couple of those. And then there are uh, purchases you may be embarrassed of or not necessarily embarrassed, but like, what the hell? Why the hell did I buy this type of stuff? Yeah. And I have a lot more of those than I, I, I realized. But I also don't regret much that I buy because mm-hmm. I think a lot about before it. And then also uh, we're going to take a look at uh, the definitive look back at the first four volumes of WWF The Musics, the Full Metal, WWF yeah, Volume 2. You know what Full Metal? It's all just the entrance themes. You no, know, I know. I know the entrance themes. I just never bought them. You never bought the wrestling CDs? No. What is wrong with you? How could I, you have not bought the wrestling CDs? I was older and I didn't really think the wrestling CDs were important to buy. <sighs> all right. Well, I'll have more to talk about than you will. But we'll, we'll pull well, them up on good. the phone here. We'll, we'll listen to them and we'll play through them. So let's do those first and you don't have much to talk about. Sure. Them. Okay. So Full Metal, the album. What year out. did they start coming out? Full Metal came out in 96. Yeah, by then I'd already graduated high school and I was buying like, you know, Pearl Jam and <laughs> Nirvana and Alice in Chains. Okay, and- so September 1996, Yeah, I'm in the sixth grade and I just got a CD player for my birthday that like June or something. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get any CDs. I got like a boombox CD player. I didn't get any CDs because my sister just gave me some of her CDs. She gave me like Green Day and Metallica. So yeah. I just had those. So I was right. fine. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were at, my mom and I were at Circuit City an old school electronic store. And I was looking and, and and I knew that this wrestling CD had come out, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Like Best Buy didn't mm-hmm. have it. Sam Goody didn't have it. Suncoast didn't have it. Suncoast was mostly video. But what was the other ones? Uh, Coconuts. Ta- Coconuts didn't have it. <laughs> Tower Record didn't have it. I think Target was around back then. Yes, Target was definitely around back then. But like the mall stores, but where, where yeah. I would go for music didn't Sam have Goody. it. Sam Goody. Yeah, Sam, I said Sam Goody. Okay. They didn't have it. So... I was like, man, a record town. Record town didn't have it. Nobody had it. Tower Records, they didn't have it. No, nobody had it. We go to Red Tower. Red Tower. Mall. Red Tower. <laughs> Good. Oh man, taking me back to browsing for Sam, going to Sam Goody looking for a CD, twenty two dollars for yeah. a CD. <laughs> Red Tower is twenty five bucks. <laughs> it's like, well, I wonder why these stores went out of business. <laughs> the business model was so great. What was that Tinley one? A uh, Threshold. Yeah, Threshold. Threshold had like indie, cool, like hard to find stuff too. Yeah. I remember I bought a. Uh, Rise Against album when they first came out there. Mm-hmm. And I found like a um, like a live Danzig that I couldn't find anywhere else. Uh-huh. They were expensive as hell, but mm-hmm. I think I was okay with them because they were like a true independent place. I was okay giving them my 20 bucks. And they could order you like... Um, Whatever you wanted. Like uh, international ones, like stuff that came yeah. only in Germany. And like, yeah. Yeah, let me get that. <laughs> yeah, let me get the Green Day Tokyo single of, of warning. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, where'd you find it? We're at Circuit City, my okay. mom and I. And I don't know why we were at Circuit City, I think my mom needed like a battery or something for a camcorder we own. Mm-hmm. And I'm browsing in the aisle and then boom, there's Full Metal, the album, Stare Me in the Face, the the yellow like backing on. I'm going to pull up the picture of it in case you've never seen it. So Full Metal, the album, we got images right here on Google. I will tell you, talking about this, I did buy one. I bought the one with the Run DMC DX theme on it. Okay. Well, we'll get to that. So here it is. Full Metal, the album, got the WWF, the classic block logo on okay, it. Yeah. The yellow sides on, on the cover. You've No. You've got Goldust, Undertaker, Bret Hart, Psycho Sid, and Shawn Michaels. No Tatanka, huh? No. <laughs> I don't know why it was called Full Metal, the album, but it was. But anyway, I saw that and it's just, it's just like, oh. So I go to my mom, can I get this? Can I get this? Can I get this? She's like, yeah. And I think it was like part of a birthday present, like combo or something. I don't know how it ended up. I don't remember the exact like reasoning a for it. A deal was worked out. A deal was worked out between my mom and I. Also, mm-hmm. 
it was another thing was weird was it wasn't like super expensive. It was like I think thirteen bucks. Okay. So my mom's like, okay, sure you can get it. And then I go into this, I go home and I just like crank these tunes <laughs> all the time. You know what I'm saying? Are these like the actual themes or are they kind of yes, remixed? They're the actual themes. So here, we're going to, I just pull up my phone here. So we've Do got. Do they have the IRS theme on there? <laughs> <laughs> so, You're jamming out to that. I, I wish. So the first song was called Slam Jam. We're all together now. And you, you'll recognize as soon as it starts playing here. It's a raw theme, right? Yeah, but I believe this this was before Raw had went to Raw's war. Yeah. So this is like I mean that cover was really thriller. like childish. Yeah, it was. I mean it was still the new generation area. Listen to yeah. this. I never been like, man, this is hard. So who's singing this one? Uh uh it says with John Olivia and Scott Ian. Oh, Scott Ian little anthrax thing. Pretty good stuff here, man, I think. Would you agree that's a good song? That's, that's it is a good song. Right up your alley. And then I imagine Stone Cold running around kicking uh, lit garbage cans. <laughs> and then your next song, which you'll- In the back alley of Chicago. You'll also recognize here. Thorn in your, thorn in your yeah, eye. Yeah. So they set up their future rods with all this. <laughs> Or they just had the rights to these songs. Like, all right, see, we need our theme yeah. songs here. This is a little bit more hardcore than you know, 12-year-old me would have, would have been able to handle. Um, but now we're going to get into... You got a couple tattoos and got your eyebrow pierced. <laughs> <laughs> Grew a goatee. <laughs> all right, so here's the, the next song on the track. And this is the, the first wrestling song. And this is Diesel Blues. And we all know this song, right? That's Diesel. Just a strut. Yeah, just the way he walked. And these songs are like a game changer because this is around the time the Jack's BCAs come out. Yeah. The bone crunching action. (laughs) Yeah. You got these bad boys here. I mean, you're ready to go. Uh, Next up after that, (laughs) this will be funny for you. So this is is King Mabel's theme song. It's a king in the hood, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you There's get that, no rap on that. No, if you get if you get a King Mabel uh, figure, you got some theme song forms. You want them to come mm-hmm. out now. So that's that track, and then after that, what the Mo used to come out and say, "Put your hands in the air." What did he used to say when he came out? Do you remember? Uh, the Men on Mission song. He yeah. said something like that. I don't know. Okay. I mean, they they were the fun fun rap song people. I would have liked to hear that in the album, but you know, it wasn't the deal here. Next up. <laughs> Oh, what's this here? This is the next track. You know this one. This this song ruined kayfabe for me because I just assumed it was always the crowd saying one, two, three, but it was yeah. built into the damn song, so that was kind of a, a little bit of a bummer. And then the next track here, this was also definitely used for figures. Old Dust. Did you used to use like a highlighter on saran wrap and make your yellow filter? No, but I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> Get a gold dust figure, make some yeah. red red filter. This is good tunes. 
Julie, 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 come down here. Hold this. <laughs> I'm playing my music. Julie's my, Goldust sis- is coming my sister, out. by the way, for those who don't know. Uh, next track after Goldust on this album is... Like, Shut up, Steve. <laughs> the Smoking Guns. I like them. I like them when they had Sonny with them. Well, I liked them with or without Sonny. <laughs> I liked LOD more when they had Sonny. I mean, I think every... Yeah. I don't know what... Oh, man. That, that's like peak sunny right there mm-hmm. uh, next up this I hated this song hated it Psycho Sid yeah this would be one I would always skip over yeah I mean there's nothing to it yeah it's nothing nothing you're really gonna jam out to and here's here's just a good one right here my man just, just screams, screams cool. Mm-hmm. Even though that the tire screeching is also the beginning of mankind's theme. Come out in his uh, flamingo Hawaiian shirt. Sometimes, or he'd have the vest. Mister T chains. No, those were real gold. Uh, white pants. And here is white the leather penny loafers. <laughs> There was a big debate between my friend and I. He preferred the Bret Hart theme without the guitar screech. I preferred with the guitar Why? screech. At the beginning. I don't know. He just liked the old school portion of it. What a nerd. <laughs> Speaking of that song, I thought AEW did a good job of remixing it to, to where it still sounded like that. Yeah, when but Bret not, Hart came out. Not infringing on it. Yeah. And then here's just a random one. Why not have Hakushi on the album? Who's listening to just... This is like something to put your bed to, kid to bed with. Yeah. Sorry, we're going to turn him off so podcasters don't fall asleep. <laughs> All right, what do you got next up on here? We've got... Geez, so what, were your, what were your top three on that one? There's a lot. They're not done yet. There's a lot of damn oh, tracks geez. on this. The Graveyard... We're every single one? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why we're, not? It's the Graveyard Symphony. We're not going to listen to all of them on the rest, but the first one, we got to go through all of them. Okay. This is the original Undertaker one. Not my favorite one, but a good one. This reminds me of like being scared. Mm-hmm. The ominous Undertaker. Just, just reminds me of. Church. So was that Crush Face Undertaker, or was that the uh, Brother Love Undertaker? It was both. It was the same theme, theme same theme song. Okay. What the heck? And then they've got. When I did the stuff with. I clicked Shawn Michaels' sexy boy theme. It's like Jimmy Hart talking about it. <laughs> Shawn Michaels' theme song. Here we go. This is my favorite. No, that's not the one. My favorite one, Sherry. This is so good, though. It's <laughs> the lyrics. The girl's wild. Yeah. Oh, man. And then we have the last track on this, which I still jam to this day, and I think everybody does. At the gym? Uh, no, not at the gym. What song do you think it is? When you're lifting your kids up <laughs> into their bed, doing a little workout. What are you talking about? <laughs> you said you still listen to this. Yeah. Like just when you're laying in bed or what, what you, when you're driving? Whenever. Right now. Right now. Hold on. There's like six versions of this song. <laughs> Here we go. Get ready. What is this? You don't know what this is? No. 
Really? No. You'll know right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so out of those songs, what's the best track on Full Metal the album? So to go over it really quick, we've got the two raw themes, yeah. uh, Diesel Blues, King Mabel, One, Two, Three, Kid, Goldust, Smoke and Gun, Psycho Sid, Razor Ramon, Bret Hart, Hakushi, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, or With My Baby Tonight. With lyrics, With My Baby Tonight. Without lyrics, Bret Hart. Okay. I, I'm going to go with uh, Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. I forgot he had lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general. Yeah, I'll go Shawn Michaels over with my baby tonight. All right. So after that, we've got another album that comes out because now WWF's getting starting to get popular. It's going in 97. It's starting to get a little more cool, a little more attitude. So in November of 1997, we have WWF The Music Volume 2. The cover of it is still the New Generation logo, but it's a little bit more of uh i guess attitude-ish edgy but there's a few things on here that are stupid so first off we've got the undertaker theme song which is like rain so i don't like this one you know it's just i don't know what this is my monitor turned off there for a second i just went too high and the next song here, everybody knows what I'm talking about here. It drives me nuts. So it's Stone Cold theme, Steve Austin song. We're like, yes, we get this awesome song. We get our figures. We could do it. And what happens? You are completely pathetic. Got Austin talking throughout the song. Why? I don't know. They didn't do that on TV. I'm Steve Austin. <laughs> be funny if it did. They've got Ahmed, Ahmed Johnson, uh, Mark Merrill, and then shoot me some Ahmed. It's been a while. There we go. Pearl River Plunge. Love me some Ahmed Johnson. And then we've got uh, Mark Marilyn Sable. And then here's a You Start the Fire. This was a music video from Bret Hart. Remember that video? Hype video about Bret Hart at all? Kind of. Okay. YouTube Bret Hart video. Uh, Vader. Then we've got Mankind. Another one. This Mankind. It's him talking throughout it. Listen to this. Time has come to relieve that pain. Will be better for me. What the hell? <laughs> maybe you could have pretended he was doing a promo <laughs> with this music. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And then of course we've got this is just a good yeah, song I love too. That song. And these were all stuff of domination. This was all stuff I would do for my like my feds, my figure federations. Yeah. And here is the thing I never ever ever understood. Well, first off, I'm gonna play one of my favorite songs. Shamrock. Love Shamrock. Uh, so they have a Shawn Michaels again here again, right? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it's not the Shawn Michaels song. Listen to this. It sounds like a WCW version. <laughs> like at the time. <laughs> like, what is this? I don't know. Like, move move them. What the hell was that? Do you remember that? You didn't buy, I can't believe you didn't buy these CDs. No, this kind of ruins this. I don't want to talk to you about this. Ruins like the <laughs> the, the the show topic here. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. What is can't get enough? Oh, this is Flash Funk. Great Listening song. to this, it reminds me. I would I would try to find MIDI files. I don't know if you remember what those are. There's kind of like the just the eight bit tracks that kind of sounded familiar so if you played nintendo or super nintendo and you heard the music of these of these wrestlers those were like midi files mm-hmm. midi and i remember i was in an e-fed and i would like you know take pictures of other wrestlers and 
on this website, I would like kind of learn how to HTML like code web pages. Mm-hmm. So I would insert like banners and pictures and uh, MIDI files. Like so, it, when yeah. you loaded the page, you could there would be music playing. And the essential part of the like the the eFed would be like cut your promos, like type out your promos, and then the other guy responds. And you get like who judged though? Who won? Um, there were like a, a few guys when I got in, I thought they were like, they've been around a while so, and they were pretty fair, I think, but then it got a little clickish, but you know, a year or two into Such it. Such a I, nerd thing to do and, and I, get and clickish I, I, involved I, in. And I was kind of in the click now. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, so you took over, you were the booker man. You took over. I became the booker man. Yeah. Yeah. It was a <laughs> Titan wrestling federation and what, you know, because admins, they get too busy. Like life takes over. It's like, sure. Hey, you know, this is too much. You know, can you do it? So it got to the point where I was like third in line. So then. It came down to me, hey, we're going to close this unless we find somebody. I'm like, well, I'll do it. So then I kind of took over, and then I was like the the booker man. <laughs> and I would decide who won. Like, I'd read the promos. And then we've got uh, WWF The Music Volume 3. This is probably the one of the best ones, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's There's one song that's not really on iTunes anymore because of who it's by. It's this song. The Oddities with the ICP. What's wrong with ICP? I mean, no, I guess no, that's like iTunes. Like, is there a, a beef there or what? I'm sure they don't have the rights to it. Oh, okay. That's pretty good for the oddities. It blew my mind that Golga was Earthquake when I found did that it? out. It blew <laughs> my mind. Like, I had no yeah. clue. Uh, How this, did you feel about, uh, like, the Kurgan when he was, like, the militant versus this goofy one? I like the goofy one better. <laughs> yeah, with the... Um, tie-dye pants or shirt. Yeah, I like that way better. And mm-hmm. then Luna was involved and she stuff. was. Loved it way better. I thought it was a step down for Luna. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite version of the Undertaker song here on volume three. That mine too. It's evil, but not too corporate evil. It's just good stuff for sure. Uh, then they've got a few things on here. Yeah. I believe this is the one that with, there was a lot of uh, controversy between my friends and I about what was actually said during this, the lyrics on this. Let mm-hmm. me see if I can find this. It comes up here again. We're going to let it play in the background. You guys will be the judge. Now listen for here. When the rap part comes up. Oh, never mind. This isn't it. <laughs> I think that's the Run DMC one where it's like two deers in a bucket suck it I'm not the one you tried their luck with and we thought he said they're not the one they tried to F with that's what I thought too yeah so it's, it's very so what is it luck with I'm not the one you tried your luck with I believe oh okay and then uh, good stuff another Ken Shamrock mm-hmm. see I probably would have bought this one it's a little more edgy and in your face, metally. I just imagine my mom walking by my room and blasting that. Like, what the hell's wrong with my son? What did you say? <laughs> Listening to this? I'm just thinking if I walk, like, plays in my room with my toys, and my mom walks by, hello, what the hell are you doing in there? I uh, gotta love wrestling. Oh man! And then we've got WWF the Music Volume Four. 
this is the one I remember being like the hype, the height of wrestling as far as fandom. It was, uh, came out in November of 99. I don't know if I mentioned it. Volume three came out in December of 98. So it's pretty much every year, 96, 97, 98, 99. Once a year, these are coming out. And nine, volume four has got the neon green. It's got some great stuff on here. Like break Jericho. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got mankind. Razor Ramon. Yeah. And then we, me and my friends were huge Vince Marks at the time before it was cool to be a Vince fan. We didn't know this was also the DX band at the time. I still like that song. I mean, who doesn't? I love this one. Yep. This song. Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that Triple H. Mm-hmm. What's funny is he's talking to Jim Johnson. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy. And then, of course, I love that song. I mean, it's I mean, so much I bought the shirt. Remember, <laughs> with the big pink lips on the front, <laughs> said Mister Ass. Where is that shirt right now? It's probably in the garbage. Oh, I wore it so bar. much, I got holes like in the armpits, and I started wearing out like the little logo on the bottom uh, left of it. All right, so we just went through the the four volumes really quick here because that segment was not as fun as that would be because you didn't buy these CDs. You didn't have any stories with Are it? Are you going to cover the one with the uh, Run DMC? Uh, when that, was that? No, that were that's like the next volume. Oh, okay. We're not doing that. <laughs> The, the, the one I did have, we're not doing. <laughs> what was it called? I don't remember. <laughs> Aggression, I think. Anthology? Aggression? I think so. It was like the busted glass. Hmm. That's all right. Okay. The King of Rock, who? The yeah. King of Rock, what? I was hoping you'd play it. Well, I, I could try to find it really quick here. We do <laughs> run DMC WWF, right? Yeah. It's going to show that damn WrestleMania 5. WWF. There we go. Here it is. It was on the Aggression album. That's what I said. This one? Yeah. I would play this nonstop, like in my car, because I thought it was cool. Ooh, that's nice. The... Yeah. And then I got little, um, I forgot the name of the speakers, but they were like bass speakers in my trunk. Like you bought subs? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is awesome because it's, it's metal and rap. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? And my car was bumping. <laughs> to that song. So out of all the songs we played, besides Run DMC, that's which, my favorite. Besides Run DMC, <laughs> besides that one, what's the one I guess you would bump the most in the past? And what oh, would, you didn't know that's the one you bump in the dun, past. Dun, dun. I mean, I would walk into work like I was a, a lead manager of an electronics department. Oh yeah, you work the same place. Yeah, remember and people like Musa and, and Pete and like three other people like they were into wrestling too because uh-huh. you know, everybody almost watched it in ninety seven through two thousand, yeah. and we had like the NSO, the New Service Order instead of the New World Order, and people would walk. It's like, oh, you didn't know because it was this combination uh-huh. of WWF and WCW. I like it. So that's your your. What about now? Would you bump the Run DMC? Okay. To I'd, this day, <laughs> I'd say past for me it was the Stone Cold, the orig- not not the mm-hmm. oh you are completely pathetic, but the other ones that was a big deal. Yeah, to get those uh, get that that song for your wrestling. There was to a come Stone out. Cold remix on there that uh, yeah called Oh like, Hell Yeah. I was like Oh like Hell Yeah. Yeah, that was in two thousand one. Yeah, when they had like all those new metal guys coming through, and then for ones I still bump now, um, you know it's probably gonna be this one. Let me pull it up here. If. Yeah, that's, that's a good song too. I mean, we skipped even the best part when it kicks in. I mean, people are gonna be 
listening to this being like, oh man, I gotta go download these albums. You have to. Or they just pull up their old music files. Yeah. The MIDI. Don't blow them off. Like, digitally blow them off. <laughs> their, their MIDI files. All right. So that was okay, that segment. Let's move on. I'll give it an A. Okay. That's I good. think people are listening. Well, this is going to be. They're, sh- they're probably mocking me. Like, you didn't buy that. I'm what mocking you. What kind of you. fan are you? <laughs> uh, what about. When you, times in the past, when wrestling has got you in trouble. You said you had a story. Well, I thought of two. Okay, let's so, let's hear one. I'll do one. You'll do one. Right, so you, go, so my you first, go first. My first story was I was friends. Take us the time, the place. Take it us back. It had to have been, boy, freshman year. Eighth okay. Eighth grade, maybe. Okay. I would say eighth grade. So we're talking 96. No, no 94. 93. 91. 91. How old are you? I'm going to be 41. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. yeah, so 91, eighth grade. Uh, just no for way. the sake of the story. No, because I was in second grade in 91. In 91. Yeah. Because I started high I started. Because I'm uh, 35. I started um, high school in 92. I think your numbers are off. No, I went from 92 to 96. I graduated in 96. High school? Yeah. I was in sixth grade in 96. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you started late. Maybe you're held back for some reason, <laughs> and no one told you. <laughs> anyway, go, go like, back. I was 20 when I graduated high school. What's back. wrong with everybody? <laughs> we'll go to school for eight years. Yeah, they're called doctors. Okay, go ahead with your story. So, for the sake of the story, because there's too many Eric's, like you have like two or three Eric's, and this story has an Eric. Okay. So, for the sake of the story, I'm going to call him Tom. Okay. <clears throat> so, me and Tom were friends, and I went over to Tom's house, and he didn't live that far from me. So, then he had other friends, another friend named Mike, who was also friends with other people who would do, like, outside wrestling, like, backyard wrestling. Yeah, yeah. But it was just on the ground. There was no mattresses or barbed wire or nothing like that. It was just, you know, just playing around, doing tag teams and stuff. And he's like, yeah, Mike and his friends are, are wrestling out in, the, in their yard. And I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't know what it was. So I went over there, me and Tom walked up and there's like, you know, four or five other kids that I've never seen before. So I don't, I didn't know who they were. Um, so then we were just talking about how we were going to um, wrestle and then we we're going to tag team and stuff like that. So I was going to be a tag team with Tom and I was kind of st- standing on the side, no rings, no ropes, nothing like that. It was just like imaginary, like a square, like you would wrestle in. And so we were. I was just kind of standing there looking off because we weren't doing anything and we were just watching these other people. I had no idea who they were. And somebody got hit in the head and was like crying and, and bleeding. And I'm uh-huh. like looking around and I'm like, I don't know what happened to him. And the mom comes out cause she hears the screaming and all the commotion. And she's like, what's going on out here? And one kid's like, he threw a rock at me and hit me in the head. And he like pointed at me. And I'm like me. And then I'm like this in this world of like, I don't know who anybody is except for Tom and Mike. Uh-huh. And then everybody's like pointing at me except for Tom and Mike. I'm like, who are all of you people? And why are you out to get me? And then the mom is yelling at me, told, telling me never to come back again. Cause she doesn't know who I am. She's like, I'm just some little Mexican kid who threw a rock at her son's head. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I never went back and I'm like, well, I don't, I have no idea like what happened in that like two minutes, but I just got yelled at and some kid was like crying and yeah, I got in trouble. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> okay. Mine's somewhat related to backyard wrestling. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, I guess it's exactly related to backyard wrestling. So back in the day, my friends also, in you Eric were involved. one of those kids yeah, right. <laughs> you got hit in the head now that I think of it. So we started a, ba- a wrestling fed called the EWF, the Extreme Wrestling Federation. Mm-hmm. And this must have been eighth grade into high school, maybe sophomore year high school, something like that. So between the years of 98 to 2000. 
uh, we would do it in the winter when it was snow on the ground mm-hmm. because our logic was, well, if we slam each other in the snow, no one's going to get hurt. Little did we, our dumbasses, we had ladders, we had a table, we yeah. would have like tin cans, all this stuff. And eventually we started filming it. Our friend had a video camcorder. We would record it all. And we would do it right in front of my friend's house when his mom's or his, he, he was, his mom wasn't working. His other, our neighbor's mom, no one was working mm-hmm. or everyone was working. And uh, little did we know his other neighbor was like a little busybody, retired, spying on us, was like keeping tabs on what we were doing. Yeah. Eventually, we had an, we were running angles, you know, as you do. We had an angle where my friend Eric, he was Flash, or no, he was either he, he was either Flash or Funk, whatever he was. And I think we called him Flash because he had the Flash Funk theme song. And the angle was me, my character, put him in the hospital. I crushed his leg, mm-hmm. so then we filmed an angle where he was up in a bed, like on the hospital bed, and me and my new crony were going to go beat him up in the hospital. Yeah, so. The problem was we filmed it in his mom's bedroom <laughs> in the bed, right? So he's yeah. like, because it's the biggest bed, we want to make like a hospital bed. Yeah. And he had like old, like one of his dad's Playboys. We was like, oh, it'd be funny if you were leaving the Playboy in the bed when I came in to beat you up. Yeah. So he's looking through it. <laughs> and then we come in there. He goes, no, 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 no. So it's a funny scene. We, My my friend, the new muscle, we beat him up. We slam him down in the bed. And he's like falling over. So funny right mm-hmm. not so funny when a couple of days later my friend's neighbor tells his mom what we've been up to she's like i want to see this makes him watch the tape so him and motherford pat are forced to watch the tape of oliver back at wrestling with his mom the entire time and he's telling me about this he goes it wasn't so bad until we got to the scene we were in our my mom's room and mm-hmm. i'm reading the playboy <laughs> <laughs> and you know we're 13 14 yeah they are furious at us i couldn't go over there for like a, a few weeks <laughs> i didn't want to like that make me sit down yeah just and that was the end of the ewf but oh, and she took the tape away we never those footage is gone forever and is it it is we we he he's moved since then tore his house apart his mom's like i got rid of it oh so it's just gone forever That'd have been fun. I just wish so bad we could watch because there's so many moments. Like there was one time where we would do we did a ladder match. Mm-hmm. There was a tree in like the front yard, and we put the lat the belt up in the tree. And the 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 point of the, the planned spot was, <laughs> and it was snowing out. The planned spot yeah. was, I was gonna climb the ladder, grab the belt, and like walk down a couple rungs mm-hmm. and fall off. We were gonna like do camera trickery, like where I would like they'd move the camera or something. What happened was I was near the top of the ladder. And there was like a triple threat match. My other friend pushed him into the ladder mm-hmm. and I fell like legitimately while grabbing the belt, flat back bumped on the <laughs> snow, knocked the wind out of myself. Yeah. Did you bring the belt down? Oh yeah. It was a great shot. It was, you know, it was awesome. <laughs> it, it was on par with uh, <laughs> Jeff Hardy hitting edge. <laughs> or edge and Jeff yeah. Hardy. And so that app, this is like, when mm. do, I want to do a show one time where we do like a, retrospective of the ewf i'll get my old friends who are in there on yeah. it maybe we will uh but there was another time you know what, i'll say i'll save the ne- that story for later so stay tuned for i've got more did, EWF did this stories. federation have anything to do when you did the kidnapping at denny's no that's another story okay um not wrestling really not wrestling really we will tell that story <clears throat> I thought later. maybe it was an angle in your in your no <laughs> your that wrestling. was that was much later in life that was when <laughs> i was much more mature i was 17 or 18 mm-hmm. uh okay so we all got in trouble with EWF. Yeah. What's your next wrestling got you my in trouble next story? One, it had to have been an auto zone. I went with my dad because he was looking for something. And when you walk into an auto department store, there's really not a lot of people in there. 
It might have been like one customer and then like two cashiers, but it's usually pretty dead when I go in, even to this day. And there were a bunch of air fresheners. And I saw him in the aisle and there was like a Warrior One and probably a Razor Ramon and just yeah. you know, whatever wrestler uh, related stuff. And so I grabbed the Ultimate Warrior One and I kind of just put it in my pocket because I'm like, I'm going to take this, you know. So then I'm kind of walking around pretending I'm looking at other stuff while I'm, you know, putting this in my pocket. And apparently one of the employees saw me either on a camera or with uh-huh. his own eyes. I don't remember because I didn't, wasn't looking to see who was looking at me. Yeah. And then not a good my, thief. Yeah. So then, when, <laughs> so then when my dad, he says something. He's like, okay, we, we're going to go. I got what I needed. I said, okay. And then the um, one of the employees comes up. He's like, hey, give me what's in your pocket. And I'm just like... Like my adrenaline shoots up, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm busted. My dad is gonna kick my ass because I'm <laughs> I'm gonna steal like an Ultimate Warrior air freshener, and my dad like just jumps to my defense. He's like, "Who are you accusing?" So through like the ruckus of my dad defending me that I'm not gonna steal anything, and, uh-huh. the, and him arguing with him, I slip it out of my pocket and I put my hand up on a shelf, like I'm just like I'm kind of just resting and standing yeah. against the shelf, and I slid it in between two things. And then the guy's like, give it to me. Give it. He turns his attention back to me, the employee. He's like, you know, you're going to give it to me or I'm going to call the cops. And I'm like, well, I don't have anything. Now with a clear conscience, yeah. I'm like, I don't have anything. And then so he's like, empty your pockets. So I pull my pockets out, you know, like yeah. to show your pores. So I pull my pockets inside out of my pants and nothing. And he's like, I could have swore you took it. And my dad, you know, kind of cussed him out and didn't buy anything from there because he's not going to give him their money or uh-huh. his money. and. I just felt like I was almost busted, which I really was. Yeah. And then, you know. Did you ever tell your dad that you really took, you should tell him tonight. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) He'd still kick your ass. Yeah. Maybe he saw me slip it back in because, you know, he's kind of slick too sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) You got it from. Yeah. That is where I got it from. Oh, man. I was almost arrested. (laughs) I don't even know how they do that for an air fresher. Maybe he would just said, you get out of here. That made me think of something too, where I didn't, I didn't steal something. So it was my, me and my two buddies and we were at Toys R Us and they were like, Oh, we're going to go in. And they were telling me like, we're going to shoplift. You should shoplift too. And like, Mm -hmm. I was such like a puss and like, I was always afraid of getting in trouble. And like, I was like, I want to be associated with these cool kids, but I don't want to do it. Yeah. So I remember, uh, it was, uh, WWF Royal Rumble for Sega Genesis. It was like probably on clearance or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the one kid, he like, the Sega Genesis games were like a little like, you know how they are, like the packaging. Yeah. So he popped open the package and handed me the cartridge. And he mm-hmm. goes, here, go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. So I go with him to the bathroom and he hands it to me. And I'm like, I don't want to steal this. You know, like I don't want to. So I just threw it in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Not the garbage can, just the toilet. <laughs> the toilet. So we leave, right? Yeah. And as we're walking out, <laughs> you know, there's a garbage can in there, right? I just and I, you threw it in the toilet, the cartridge, right? That'll go down. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't flush either. Thank God. So I don't know what happened. My friends, they either they were planning they they, they must have put back what they were planning on stealing or something. Yeah. Because as soon as we walked out of Toys R Us, like some guy, like security, like stops. Hey. <clears throat> And like again, it was like, we know you guys stole the stuff. We know, yeah. we know, we know. And I'm just, I'm just, I knew I had nothing on me. So right. I'm like, I'm like, so I with confidence it. and yeah, I'm like, like, I didn't steal anything. Yeah, I'll get naked right now. <laughs> and the guy was the like, same thing. He was like, I know you, I know you did. Like he was like, Shh, I'm sure they saw it on the cameras us doing it. Yeah. And uh, he was just, you know, pounding us, hounding us. And like I'm like thinking, man, these guys are my friends are getting trolls, and I, I know they stole. And then he turns to them and like again, made empty their pockets, and like I could see like the disappointment on his face, like. I know these kids did it. They must have. 
And he just said, don't come back here or whatever. Yeah. So I talked to my friends. Them, but they're like, yeah, we knew we were being washed. We put it back. I'm like, what kind of bad kids are you? Why did you tell you? me? Right. <laughs> they didn't tell you, did well, they? I mean, I don't know. No. But I'm just like thinking to myself, my mom would have killed me oh, if yeah. I like, got caught shoplifting up to the police yeah. station or something. But oh, man. <laughs> For a wrestling game. Yeah. Just toss in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I can still picture it in my head. Yeah. At that Toys R Us. Uh, the thing I did get caught for, for another my other wrestling story that I wanted to tell where I got in trouble. So in 98, eighth grade, uh, I there was a wrestling show coming up, a house show. And I really wanted to go, and I knew my parents couldn't take me for whatever reason, or they didn't want to. But my buddy was like, oh, my mom will take us if we pay her for the tickets. He's like, so we're going to go to Dominic's and buy them. I think it was going to be 20 bucks a guy. It was me, him, and one other guy. So it was three of us and his mom. So we didn't get four tickets. So I didn't have $20. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to ask my parents for $20 because, you know, I just, I didn't. So I remember one day I, I went to my mom's. Because my mom used to, like, say, like, oh, go go my purse, get five bucks out, go, go walk to the store, get milk or, yeah. or whatever. <clears throat> so I remember I knew where she kept her money in her purse and all that stuff. So I'm just like, you know, I bet she wouldn't notice if I took 20 bucks out. She just wouldn't know. So she was in the bathroom or something. I stuck in the room. I, I opened up her purse, saw the tw- she had like 40, 50 bucks over cash in there. I took 20 out. Like now, if I, like 20 bucks missing from my wallet, I would know. Yeah. And uh, so I took it out. Well, she did too. No? That day. Well, let me finish. <laughs> so, so, this is this is an elaborate lie that was no reason to be an elaborate lie. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's her like, her allowance for the week. No, no. So <laughs> I'm just mom, saying like well, if I had 50 bucks for the week and now I'm down to 30, I'm like, what the hell happened to the 20? Well, the thing is my mom ran all the money and most times she didn't have cash. So I'm sure my dad had given her cash. Mom did, I remember mom did everything with checks. So yeah. it was all checks, checks, checks. Because um, I remember like sometimes I'd want to go to the movies and mom would be like, I don't have any cash to give you so you can't yeah. go. So uh, I give my friend the 20 bucks, we get the tickets. So the event's like a month or two away and now the event's coming up. I'm thinking to myself, crap. How am I going to go? What am I going to tell my mom I'm going to, where am I going to tell my parents I'm going to be mm-hmm. for the night? So I make up this elaborate story. Oh, that my friend Jason's parents are having a party and they said he, I'd come over to play with him while the party's going on. That's a, that's so, a good story. So my dad drops me off there. Little did I know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to be back at midnight after this wrestling show and I'm in seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. And my dad, I think my dad might have told me, like, I'll be back to pick you up at nine or whatever. He dropped me off. <laughs> like, so we're still at the show. My dad drove by yeah. that wrestling show, but like their house later that night, completely black and empty because nobody's home. And we didn't have cell phones, so he couldn't be calling me. So that night I come home, I get dropped off by my friend's mom. I had an amazing time at the show. Like, yeah. I'm like thinking, I got away with this. This is awesome. I think at the time I had some birthday money, so I bought a Cactus Jack shirt. Like I was ready to go. <laughs> You didn't put the 20 back in your mom's purse. Uh, no, no. I'm going to get it for myself. So then <laughs> the next day I wake up, my mom and dad are like, so where were you last night? And like, I could tell that they knew I wasn't yeah. where I said I was. So I was at Jason's. My dad's like, I drove by there. You weren't there. So what do I do? And I was like, I like confessed. I'm like, oh, I went to a wrestling show. His mom took us. I stood like, why didn't you tell us? And then eventually my mom was like, wait a minute. How'd you get money to go to this? And I was like, uh, my dad goes, he probably took it out of your purse. And I was like, oh, he caught me. And I was like, I did. And then like, I ran away from home for the day. Cause like, I was so paranoid. Because I like just, I didn't know where I was going. I was walking. Yeah. And my dad eventually like got, he knew where I was going. He found me. Cause he wouldn't have lived in a big town or anything. He found right. me. He brought me back home. He's like, just stay in your room the rest of the day. He's like, you're in trouble. Just deal with it. He's like, quit being a baby. Just deal with it. So like, I just felt so horrible. Got yeah. in so much trouble. Oh, cause I wanted to see wrestling so bad. <laughs> 
That's a good story. Yeah. Such an elaborate lie that didn't need to be. I probably could have asked my parents, my dad for 20 bucks. He would have said, sure. But my dumb ass, like, ugh, just. But I don't think they would have let you go. They might have. Where was it? It was at the Allstate Arena, but it wasn't like we were going alone. Our friend's mom was taking us. She was there too. Or the Rosemont Horizon. But man. Did you ever go that far when you were that young? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. So it was such an elaborate story. You did the right thing. By going? (laughs) Yeah. You would have never gone. I don't think my parents would have let me go at like 14 years old to Chicago. They're like, who the hell are you going with and why are you going down there? Because in their head, they just just know like there's shootings all over the place and gangs (laughs) when it's really not like that. (sighs) All right. Final subject uh, topic this week. Purchases that, why the hell did I buy this? Mm -hmm. What do you got? Go ahead because I only have one. Okay. And I can't really think of any that I was uh, embarrassed by because maybe I just didn't buy enough to get a, <laughs> to, to buy bought, stuff. That this was a, at the uh, house show. Not this house. Not the stolen house show, but a different one. Mm-hmm. I bought a Stone Cold Steve Austin chain wallet and Stone Cold Steve Austin blue sunglasses because they were like, I wanted an Austin 316 shirt, mm-hmm. but they were sold out. So I'm like, well, I got to get something, Austin. So that was all they, they had. So I yeah. bought like $15 wallet. $12 sunglasses, you know, gave them all my money. Yeah. Those stupid things. I don't know where the sunglasses are. I still have the wallet, but it's actually a replica. So a chain wallet? It is. Nice. But it's not a replica. It's, I re-bought it on eBay years later because I'm like, this is sweet. Yeah. Got the skull on it. And what's funny is when I bought it in junior high, our school banned chain wallets. I couldn't even wear it to school. It was just mm. I just had it. Did the chain come off? Uh, yeah, but I mean, what's the point then? <laughs> what's the point of wearing a stone cold wallet if you don't have a chain? <laughs> uh, then another thing I have is, uh, we talked about this last week, my copy of Hogan Knows Best on DVD. <laughs> what the hell did I buy this for? Apparently I bought it for our show. Uh, That's not something to be embarrassed about, is it? No, just, I mean, I don't know why I bought that. Yeah. Uh, and then the WCW Nitro and Thunder video games for PlayStation. Those terrible, terrible games. Yeah. I went back, like I, ha- I, pl- <clears throat> I remember playing them as a kid. And like I thought I liked them, so a few years ago I went back and rebought them, mm-hmm. and they are so terrible. Like, and I've tried to convince myself that they're fun, yeah. but they're not. They're just yeah. terrible. There's games I've gone back and tried to play. I'm like, oh, that was fun back in the day, and they're really not. Yeah, I got one more kind of super embarrassing one. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you got for yours? Well, the one that I have that I, I talked to you about it. As you get older, I mean, maybe all wrestling fans aren't the same, but. I think the perception of, of society that, you know, it's, it's just for kids, like wrestling. Yeah. So it's, it's cool to get like WWF magazines when I was in grade school and junior high, but then I was in high school and then afterwards, like I would still buy wrestling magazines like at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So I'd, you know, get a couple of things, say milk and bread or whatever, and then i throw my, my wrestling magazine on the conveyor belt. And like without every single time i'm just going to say that the cashier will always never really looks at me until they scan the magazine and they look at uh-huh. me and then they look back at the magazine and there's like these oiled up dudes on it. <laughs> and i just feel like they're judging me that maybe i'm into like muscle dudes for that reason when it's really just like a fun sport for me but without fail like every time like i'd go to buy it like you know a couple times a year and then i get the um PWI. PWI magazines. And, uh-huh. You know, I went from like raw magazines to PWI because they were a little bit more legitimate. But like, could you me. imagine those raw magazines you'd buy? Like, look at the puppies. Like, Deborah's on there with their top <laughs> off with two dogs holding their chest, yeah. stuff like that. And I just always felt like embarrassed, like that they. I didn't know what they were thinking, but my first thought would be like, why is this, you know, 25 year old? Look at this it? loser. Yeah. 
And just this recent, uh, I guess it's a little bit not that embarrassing, but, you know, why did I buy it? Because nobody knows what the hell it is. I bought that Asuka mask, like that plastic yeah. like Halloween mask with a rubber band on uh-huh. it. I bought it because it was on clearance like two years ago. I'm like, well, I'm going to sell this in the garage sale. So I took it to my girlfriend's house, and people were looking at it, and they're like, who is this? Who is this? And, I, you know, I know who it is. I said, you know, Asuka from wrestling, and mm-hmm. they just give me this weird look like, eh, we don't know who that is. <laughs> should have told them, oh, this is, that's from Japan. So yeah. should have told them it's, it's legit. Oh, it well. was 50 cents. Did you sell it? No. Okay, you kept it good. Give it to me. I'll hang it up somewhere. All right. Uh, so this next, I guess, purchase is restaurant-related and embarrassing. The purchase is not embarrassing. The reason why I bought it is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So Hogan in 97, uh, his theme music was not the NWO theme song. It was Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. So I'm in seventh grade. I don't know who Jimi Hendrix is. I just know it's a sweet wrestling song. Mm-hmm. So I think one of my friends told me, oh, that's Jimi Hendrix. So I, I got on my bike, rode my bike to Blockbuster Music or Warehouse Music, whatever yeah. it was called at the time. I asked the guy, I'm like, where's your Jimi Hendrix CDs? He goes over there. And at the time, Warehouse Music lets you listen to the CDs. I didn't know the name of the song. So I like went through like four of them listening for it. And what's funny was I bought, like ended up buying his greatest hits. And what's funny is the the song has like a little bit of a yeah yeah it doesn't go right into the guitar so like I skipped over it a few times like man it must be an exclusive I'm like those guys are lying it's not Jimi Hendrix it's a wrestling yeah. song I wanted to hear it. so I finally got it I bought I spent like eighteen dollars in its greatest hit CD <laughs> for one song for, for just because it was on wrestling and like I had to pretend yeah I was like the brilliant really Hendrix like when I was right. a kid like a cool kid. And one of my friends like totally called me out. I was like, "You only bought that because Hogan's on there." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh man, you got me." I'm like, no, I like Purple Haze. It's a good song too. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's my big last embarrassment wrestling. Story. That might have been the same reason I got into Hendrix. Really? Yeah, because I remember going to college and I, I would listen to Hendrix, and it was more because of that uh, Voodoo Child song. But then there were other songs like the yeah. Like this part, I'm like, who is this? I didn't know this. I'm like, why doesn't this just say Hulk Hogan theme? <laughs> it's pretty long. Great song, man. But Crosstown Traffic, The Wind Cries Mary, like all of those other songs I, I got to listen to on those greatest hits. I'm like, uh-huh. those are good songs, too. But not as good as this, right? No. I mean, Hogan's not coming out chopping down, you know, trees with his edge of his hand and playing guitar on his uh, nwo belt that's true ah so that's good that's uh that's it for this week unless you got do you remember else. when he would come out and is like chopping down trees with the edge of my hand yeah, he Hogan put would his hand with the edge of my hand <laughs> yeah. and what's funny is he does it now on the network and it's like dubbed over the nwo music so it's oh, even okay. more ridiculous he's like what's he chopping <laughs> he doesn't even know <laughs> rats necks <laughs> <laughs> ah so that was fun other yeah. than the music part of it where you didn't know anything but um, Come on. these were some painful memories to live back through, but fun. We've all got them. Yeah. So thanks to Rad Chad. And thanks to Ring Skirts for your suggestions. Make sure you follow them on Twitter at Ring Skirts <laughs> and at Rad Chad 86. Is, is we both have like thieving stories, like trying to steal something. <laughs> well, you were intending to. My, my, I was. Mine all along was nope, but we both like <laughs> slide our way out of it. You yeah. slid it through the thing and... It had to have been like uh, air filters. You know how their boxes, yeah. like their big circle filters. Like I must have. What were you gonna do with air filter? No, it no, it was, a, it was an air freshener. Right, that was what I mean. But what, I, I what slipped it between air filters. Oh, uh, what were you gonna do with the air freshener? Hang I don't it know. Up. Put it in my room. Would you open it so your room would Maybe. smell fresh? Maybe. I love these are why 
I mean, I, I don't know what I was going to do with it. I thought it was cool, and I, you know, I was like, yeah, I it's wanna, wrestling. I it doesn't that. matter. But stories like this, I would you would never have brought that story up to me for any other particular reason. No. <laughs> When's the last time you even thought of that? Uh, not until you started talking. Yeah, and then I started thinking, yeah, I did try to steal something. Like I couldn't. Like I don't remember the last time I thought of the time my friend I threw railroad railroad mud sake in the toilet. I <laughs> <laughs> can still remember that car just looking up at me. But what's even funnier is the guy that confronted me went to the bathroom and he was like, "Oh, what the hell? That kid didn't have that game." <laughs> After you left, he had to take a shit. He had to fish out the game so his, so his doo doo could go down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. you know, he called one of the employees to get that out. Yeah. So go get one of those toy fishing nets <laughs> and then put the, put the net put this game back on clearance. <laughs> put it back in the box. Reseal it. <laughs> Some kid got a toilet water Royal Rumble because we're just terrible. Yeah. Well, that's what's good about this show. Stories come up out of nowhere. They do. I like it a lot, and I like everyone uh, that follows us on Twitter. Keep doing that. It's really fun. Uh, PPW Podcast. Keep up the positivity on Twitter and all the fun interaction we have with each other. And uh, Positively Processing Podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Subscribe on there. Leave a review. It would be super awesome for us. Uh, Did I read this last week? Uh, I think I did. Rat or Soda Hunter left us a review last week, so really appreciate that. Did you read uh, it? Yeah. It was, I, don't, I don't remember you reading it. Okay, well, I'll put, just in case I didn't, I'll pull it up again. It's no big deal. Awesome. Uh, and also, we, you can support the show, watermover.net. Pick up a t-shirt. I'm just looking us, ourselves up on iTunes here, positively. Oh, also, um, I listened to a new podcast you guys check out. Um, it's been around forever. Um, it's about, it's called Crime and Sports. And just, it's by two comedians. They do some on wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And one they did on Jim Nardart was just so funny. It was just like they were talking about him being like a shot putter yeah. in in, uh, <laughs> in college. Yeah, and they go, he came in second where he was favored to win, and the other guy's like, wait, wait, favored? Who's who was making odds on college shot put? Someone putting gambling money in? And they told a story about how he like fell through a <laughs> a hotel window where he had like a fire extinguisher strapped to his back. Just, <laughs> What's the name of this? Uh, uh, crime and sports. But you got to look up ones on uh, wrestlers, like the Jim Nightheart one is one I listen yeah. to. Uh, anyway, the uh, Soda Hunter, he said, five stars, a really fun and easy listen, good people to follow inter- on interact with on Twitter as well. That's us. We're fun. We are fun, huh? Yes. Thank you guys for listening. And Eric, anything else? No, that's it. Cool, guys. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. See you next week.